Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Wild and Untamed. I am your host, Lara Raybone, and today we are diving into all of the things with the incredible Amber Lee Lyons, who is the founder of Chakra Girl Co. and the Rituals by Chakra Girl app, which is your daily dose of spiritual rituals for the modern woman. The Rituals app is actually a video library of on-demand rituals, which are bringing you into higher consciousness, one activated chakra at a time, and drawing parallels between spirituality, luxury, abundance, soul's purpose, and multidimensionality in the most delicious and digestible way. Amber Lee is the host of the podcast Chakra Girl Radio, where she interviews top experts and spiritual celebrities alike to share their insights, their rituals, and their energy hacks that have led them to their path of ascension. And what I love is that her audience walks away from each and every episode with tangible practices to implement into their own daily routines. And then she's got this beautiful offering of the app as well that supports you more deeply in coming into a space of ritual and really forming your daily practice to connect with the divine. And that's something that we speak about in this episode today. We dive into the ascension process and what actually that entails. It's not just the rising, but it's also the releasing around the things that are no longer serving us. We dive into Christ consciousness with both of us having experienced um, a resistance to religion in the past from our previous experience, really diving into this resurgence of Christ consciousness and actually seeing a lot of people who are quote unquote new age spiritualists returning back to the teachings of Christ and really diving into what that means for us on a personal level, but what we're witnessing in the collective as well. We also dive into how to align to your highest timeline and the energetics of conscious manifestation when we're setting these goals and these targets, especially in business or in manifestation and in life. Like, What does it actually mean to manifest and how do we actually do that? Because there can be such a pattern that we've seen both of us in in the coaching industries around like chasing the numbers and the validation and the car and the things but actually really inviting you to dive into what it is that you truly desire and what is really aligned to your highest timeline. We also dive into the potency of consistency in manifesting your dreams and creating a conscious ritual, the power of prayer and cultivating your own connection to God. This is so jam-packed and I'm so excited for you to dive in. I hope you enjoy. Please feel free to comment in the comment section. Watch it on YouTube where you get to see our faces and our reactions and feel our energy. Without further ado, I will leave it there. And like I said, I hope you enjoy. Amberly, welcome to Wild and Untamed. Thank you so much for being here. I am beyond excited for our conversation together today. Thanks for having me. I've been excited for this one too. Yeah. I mean, last time we checked in with each other, it was just like 
bam, 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 bam. So I'm really excited for yeah. everything that's going to come through here. <laughs> the, the synergy, the gold just flows through with us. So yeah. I'm excited. I am here for all of it. Yes. So I think that one of the pieces that is really present and I love that you touched upon this before we dropped in on our call about speaking into the ascension process that we're we're essentially um, Mm -hmm. moving into right now that we're going through as a collective and actually the importance and the resurgence of Christed consciousness. And so for anybody who is listening, um, who's unfamiliar perhaps with what is Christ consciousness? Maybe people have a resistance come up in their body because they associate Christ with Christianity, but that maybe they don't necessarily resonate with Christianity and the teachings of Christianity. I, I can witness that a lot of people contract around the Christ consciousness, but I would love to hear from you and, and from your experience what the Christ consciousness is and mm-hmm why it's important right now, what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I, I find it kind of funny that people are so open to, and I get it. Cause I was like this too. People are so open to like the spiritual work. They're so open to talking to the universe. They're so open to talking to Pleiadians and aliens, <laughs> but when it comes to like yeah. using the word Christ or Jesus or God, even God, people mm-hmm. really have a feeling around that. And that's because we've been programmed into thinking that it's only for a specific type of person that, and we don't resonate with that, you know, organized religion, or maybe we were brought up in that. And there's some kind of like religious trauma. And I just feel like what I've seen and what I've with lots of people and what I've seen in my own life is like, God finds you when you're ready. And when that happens and you open up to I want to use the word manifestation, but it's more like, it's like manifestation, like worshiping gratitude, like in the name of God or in, in the Christ consciousness, Mm -hmm. like that is the real work. And I've found that, and I, and I'm not, and where it also gets kind of sticky is that there have been a lot of people who have like completely denounced all spirituality because they've, you know, found God and now they they're going down this different path. I believe that it's all can be done together. Like all of the, you know, spiritual work can be done simultaneously with like, you know, deepening the connection to God. And I know in like spirituality, like Jesus is considered an ascended master, just like Kuan Yin, you know? So, um, so, so yeah, it's like, I, I feel like right now there's a lot of people waking up to a deeper connection to God, learning about Jesus, you know, of course in miracles, the Bible, whatever it is for you or however you're kind of getting that deeper connection. Um, and I think that that's happening because there is an opening, like there's an opening in the higher dimensional portals. So like Christ consciousness starts like in the ninth dimension. So they say, so if that's opening up and we're getting more access to that light, then people are starting to wake up to it. But then where it gets sticky, like I said, is where people are like, well, can I be this and this, can I, you know, you know, have these um, you know, tendencies towards like Jesus and Christ while also being spiritual. And to me, the answer is yes. And you need to do you and do what works for you. So I just, I'm seeing, like, are you seeing this a lot too? 
Yes. And yeah. it's really interesting that you have brought up like that resistance, that yeah. the, the piece around religion, because I went to a school that was connected to a cathedral. So twice every week we would go to mass and it was this beautiful cathedral, but that so many of the teachings didn't resonate or like I, I would speak to God. I didn't know who or what I was speaking to. And there was this inclination to pray, but I did it in private. I didn't talk about it. And it wasn't something that I connected with the teachings of Christianity. And I think yeah. that there was a lot of resistance to me actually using the word God for a really long time because of the associations and the programming that actually came along with that. And I'm definitely seeing this resurgence and this, this, a lot of people who have identified as spiritual touching upon Jesus Christ, Mary Magdalene, mm -hmm. and like this, the the teachings of like God and Christianity. I, I I say this because the biblical teachings yes. of God. So that's where I kind of, if you're yeah. watching this on YouTube, I'm doing like air quotes <laughs> because that had never really truly resonated. And I think that <clears throat> with this return of Christ consciousness, I, I believe that what Jesus was teaching was love. Yeah. And it was how to embody unconditional mm -hmm. love and mm -hmm. to see the world and relationship, like his relationship with Mary Magdalene, like it was to build their their own innate power to build up the light body, the Christed body, be, to actually strengthen in their own embodiment of love. And, and that's actually what the Christed consciousness to me exactly. is. 100%. And so it doesn't matter what shape it takes. Like for you, for me, like we all yeah. have different beliefs that we resonate with, but essentially if it's anchored in love, mm -hmm and it embodies the frequency of love. And that's what gives you the access to the higher dimensional portals and, and, and the access to connecting to or reclaiming our ancient DNA or mm -hmm. ancestors from the future or, you know, whatever these pieces are, it's all a reclamation of the allness that we are. Exactly. And I think like there are teachings in the Bible that I believe have been like skewed. Like, I'm like, I don't think that's what they meant. <laughs> like, yeah. so even like the resurrection, like, okay, he died for your sins. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? But the way I see it is like, he wanted to show us that we are more powerful than our bodies. Like we are not just a body. We are a soul. And he's like, okay, watch this, you know? <laughs> and he's like, I'll yeah. show you how powerful you are, how powerful we are. Um, and so like, I just feel like there's like, like certain things that we can take away um, and and learn if once we can kind of remove that stigma around it and not need to like label ourselves in any which way because we're now learning about this new side of things. So um, it's just interesting that I've been seeing it a lot and I, I never thought that I would be, you know, going down this path, uh, but yeah, I mean, it just, once it speaks to you and once you start connecting to that energy, you're like, okay, this feels good. Like this feels right for me. And you, it, you can kind of make it what you want, like do it, do it your own way without having to label it in any way. Yeah. And I think that there's so much freedom in that. There's totally. so much 
freedom in your own expression of of your connection with spirit because essentially as well yes we are human vessels i also believe that our human vessels have so much potential in the physiology yeah. that we're not even aware of exactly. we're, like we're starting to scratch the surface like I don't know whether you've been experiencing this. I know that we touched base and I'd said something about having crazy dreams and you were like, girl, yes. Like yeah. <laughs> dream yeah. space, astral, like travel and all yeah. of the processing in dream space has been really ramped up. Yeah. I've been noticing telepathy really strong. Like I will have a thought and then someone will message me in response to that thought yeah. or yeah. I will think of something and then my I won't speak it, I won't search it, and then my adverts on my IG will come up and I'll be like, wait, I literally yeah. just thought about that. Yeah. I'm curious as to what you've been experiencing in terms of as we witness this raise in consciousness, like different gifts and activations within your yeah. realms and worlds. Definitely. Like rapid fire manifestations, like wild, the dreams, hundred percent. And just like a newfound clarity of what actually matters in life. Like that's probably been the biggest takeaway for me. Um, is like, it was like, a like everything's kind of been like a stripping away. Like I've stripped away a lot. Um, and this is, it was actually interesting. Another like kind of like biblical reference was talking about, um, the last supper. And there is like this kind of, um, there was like this reinterpretation of it and about how, you know, in like, we think that we're going through the end of the world right now. Cause the world's so crazy, but what we're actually doing is like old parts of ourselves are dying and they're meant to die. And without those old parts of ourselves dying, then the, the new earth and the new versions of ourselves can't be born. So I like, I haven't necessarily like, I mean, I think, cause I have done so much work, haven't necessarily been having like super dark times or anything like that, but definitely like stripping away and releasing of things that I thought mattered, but actually don't even like I, I talked to you, I like moved to the country, like, no, like everyone that knows me is like, what? Like, what? Like, that is so not you. You're like penthouse girl. Like what's going on? And I'm like, yeah, like, you know, I, I feel a call to be in nature. I feel, I don't feel connected to certain things that used to kind of be part of my identity. So it's like stripping away of parts of our identity that aren't going to take us to the next level. Yeah. And like, when you experience these these death processes and I know that you just touched upon as well that you've done a lot of work so the more you devote to doing the work and and really coming home to the truth of who you are and being in the embodied expression of that the easier it can get and yeah. also these death portals can feel like physical deaths yeah. like truly honestly I went through one at the end of last year. Like I was, it was the first time I've really experienced a, like a gray winter in a long time. And it really reflected in just this, this, this death is dying, this, this releasing. And I think that it's also really important to touch upon with the manifestations and, and what it is that we're calling in, in the fifth dimensional, in this like ascension of consciousness, like who, is your higher self embodiment in this realm 
-hmm. and actually looking at like what do you need to release like that's some a way that you can actively do the work before it kind of comes and bites you in the ass and goes right death portal let's fucking go exactly and that's the thing too and i've always said this like our chakras know what to do our chakras know how to manifest everything we want to manifest so rather than focusing on what we want to manifest focus on what we need to release and then whatever is meant to manifest which could be way bigger and better for you than what you've got in your mind then it can come through. So it's like, if we focus our attention more on the releasing than the getting, the getting knows how to happen. That's already natural. You're a magnetic being. So it's like, I just think we need to look at it in a different way. I love that. And I would actually really love for you to expand on like manifestation and abundance from what you have lived through. And I know that your brand has been built on like the spirituality and like the luxury and the abundance and the beauty of, of being able to play in both worlds. Because I think that also the way that we identify as spiritual beings is shifting and changing. And there's a lot of paradigms that are changing. So I would love for you to touch upon a little bit more about the manifestation process and the energetics between behind manifesting and expanding on what you just touched. Yeah. I've always, um, I would say since 2020, I've even like, when I say manifestation, I always say like conscious manifestation, Because what we see a lot of is people wanting to manifest material things, which I don't think it's not a, that's not a bad thing. We we're allowed to want nice things, but we shouldn't want nice things from a place of being validated. Like I want this because then it means I'm cool. I want this because then this person will think I'm, you know, interesting. I want this because then I'll look rich. Like that's not the point of it. Like abundance and luxury is meant to be an expression of what's already inside. So when you already feel abundant, when you already feel luxurious, when you treat yourself amazing, when you pamper yourself, when you spoil yourself with love, then those physical manifestations automatically start happening. So it's, it's, and here's the thing. It's like, we're also human and we're also bombarded with images of this is what you're supposed to think is sexy and cool. And, you know, so it's, it's easy to, you know, I still have that like, Oh, I really wish I had that car. And then it's like, really, like, really does like, is, do I need that? Um, and it's not even about, do I need that? It's about like, why do I, why do I want that? And really asking yourself, And it's okay to have, you know, that small piece of you that thinks like, oh, this is going to make me cool. Like it's kind of natural and normal to like have that. Um, But we need to like, we need to use that little signal because we know what that feels like, right? It's almost like this like graspy, grabby feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, And we know what that feels like. So when we have that feeling, we can use that to be like, okay, what, you know, what is it that I'm, you know, what is the validation I need here? And how can I give that to myself? And once you start giving yourself the validation, either a, you're going to realize that you don't really care about that thing or B all of a sudden it's going to just happen for you if it's meant to be there. And what I found in my own life too, is like, and we talked about this a little bit too, like the coaching industry is an interesting place because 
it's easy to get caught up in that, in, in the wanting from a place of validation. Oh, if I have a hundred K months, that means I'm successful. That means I've reached my goals. That means I'm whatever, like you're making it mean something about you. So, but what I find is when, and I, this happens to me when you're chasing a number for no reason, it's like, you can, yeah, you'll make that money. But it's like, it does, it doesn't feel it, like it doesn't change your life. Like it really doesn't. So I'm not saying you shouldn't want that abundance, but I'm saying you should be mad, like manifesting the feeling and embodying the feeling. And that's your job every day, not to like do this, like seven step manifestation process. Like, no, it's like, if you want to feel you know, if, if you think having the, this certain lifestyle is going to make you feel cool, pretty fun, interesting, successful, you need to work. If you know, those are feelings you want to feel, then you need to work on feeling those now, because those things aren't going to make you feel that way. And then you're just going to want more and more and more and more and burn yourself to the ground. And I know that because I did that, <laughs> like, you know, it was like, yeah. I, I could reach every goal I wanted to, like, you know, when you, when you're, it's, we can as a, as a spiritual being, as, you know, a powerful woman, as a businesswoman, like you set a goal, you can make it like everyone can do that. But if it's from, for the wrong reason, it will fall apart. It will fall away or you'll get it and realize that it wasn't important in the first place. So when we can kind of shift our perspective around manifestation and around our own worthiness and why we want what we want, that's when the manifestations that actually are meant to be there happen. The things that actually fulfill you, the things that maybe you didn't think you wanted, but then you get them and you're like, oh, now I feel, now I do feel successful. Now I do feel happy. Now I do feel fulfilled. But that was never really on, that wasn't, you know, on your vision board because you just didn't think of it. Does that make sense? And I think that this goes really beautifully. Yeah, it makes perfect sense because when you connect to the vibration and you connect Mm -hmm. to the power of the body and also this comes from consistency, it comes from consistently choosing yourself and the vibration that you want to every day. And that's something that isn't necessarily always spoken about. And when you commit to feeling those feelings, and like if we were to drop in on a practice right now and I was to invite us both to feel the feeling of gratitude, you can still access that feeling of gratitude even if you've got nothing in your physical uh, vicinity to actually be grateful directly for, you can still cultivate feelings. And I think that that's something that's really powerful to really highlight is that when we come into visualization practices or committing to feeling a certain way it does it's it's accessible for everybody and exactly the piece of when you commit to that daily practice Mm -hmm. of i'm gonna feel love gratitude um forgiveness like whatever the high vibration like thankfulness joy ecstasy bliss pleasure whatever it is then the universe hears or god hears hey this is this is the signal that she he they are sending out i'm gonna send them way more than they even 
could possibly fathom themselves. And this comes back to our original conversation with God is I think that as we raise in consciousness and as we realize what is actually important to us, leaning into that trust in God, in the universe to bring what is actually meant for us and more rather than thinking that we know what's best for us because actually do we? Exactly. And the trust piece, the faith piece, like that's like number freaking one. Um, Exactly. And I love what you said about consistency, because that was, again, one of my big lessons in like my more recent awakening. And it was, you know, and again, just to put it in like business talk from like the business side, I was in a very, um, I don't want to say like, I, I had like an all or nothing tendency. Like if I'm in something I'm all in. So it was like, I would be, you know, having these, I would set a goal, slay it. (laughs) And then it was like, okay, what's the next goal. And then say, so it was always like this up, down, up, down, up, down, you know, it was like you reached, it was never like a consistent growth. Like it was like, whenever I would like set a huge goal and then I would go on a journey and I would achieve it, but it was not a sustainable, steady growth because every time I wanted more and more, more, it took more out of me. So a reason that I shifted from the way I was doing business to how I'm doing it now is because everything comes back to foundation and consistency and just getting like, I always say like, I just want to be 1% better every day. You know, if I can be 1% better every day, that makes like, that's what is going to actually make the changes in our lives. So I'm not saying like, don't dream big at all, but I'm saying consistent. It's, it's the small things. It's like those little daily rituals, the daily connection with God, getting into that vibration as often as you can, you know, that's, what's going to get you the manifestations that your soul actually needs, not those, you know, those ones that are just going to fall away. Yeah. And it's funny that you bring that up because we're recording this episode in we just stepped into eclipse season and this is the epitome of the giving Mm -hmm. your soul what it needs. And soul growth is sometimes not what we think human, like what are human needs and that consistency piece I think a lot of entrepreneurs as well. I have an amazing friend. Um, she's called Embody by Jews. And she is a trauma-informed coach. And she had shared with me that a lot of entrepreneurs have a disorganized pattern of like the the high highs and then yeah. the low lows. Low and lows. you get addicted to exactly. the high highs and the low lows because mm-hmm. your your system is not wired for consistency. Yeah, exactly. Your system is wired to thrive off of the high highs and the low exactly. lows. But to your point. And, I've, and that was been, that's been like probably my biggest lesson in life with everything. Like to, to find consistency like just steady, consistent growth rather than like that, like all or nothing energy. And it's like that with everything, like see, like with dieting or with, you know, um, anything, like anything that you're just like, and working, like you work, work, work your ass off. And then you're like, okay, I need to take, you know, a vacation or I need to rest. Like it shouldn't be that way. Like we shouldn't be working so hard that we need to, you know, then completely shut off. Yeah. And I think that this comes 
like this is all tying in so beautifully as well is the more we lean into consistency the more you actually have to lean into trust because when you know that you're doing the high highs and the low lows then you're addicted to that pattern and almost like being rescued by yourself by others when you have gone into the burnout Mm -hmm. you learn with the consistency to consistently trust in self Mm -hmm. and to consistently trust in god yeah and in that in the divine and in bringing to you what it is that your soul truly deeply needs craves for its expansion because when we are depleting ourselves we're actually robbing ourselves of that life force energy and we limit our ability to create Mm -hmm. yeah 100 percent. i think that's and that was like this was i think in 2020 this is when i was like okay like once the light bulb went off on that, I was like, everything needs to change. (laughs) And like Mm -hmm. the, and again, like I'm used to, I was used to having, you know, those huge cash months and those big things happening. And like the slowness of like the, like building, because we've like built an app and we've, you know, rebranded and like, it's all happened very, very slow. And like, there's still part of me that's like, no, like I need to get X amount of people by X date. And there's like still a big part of me that goes there, but then yeah. the part of me, but, and, and I can see when I'm in those moods is when subscriptions slow down. And then when I get into a place of like, no, no, like you don't need to get, you know, a thousand new people a day, like you're fine. Then when I have fun with it, then that's when they go up, you know? So it's, it's not necessarily something that you can just turn on or off. It's something that is like a, a, a transition, but I just think, I, I think this is like, this is my life's work <laughs> like, and it might take a while, but every time I lean deeper and deeper into that trust and that consistency is where I'm seeing now the fulfilling things that feel way more fulfilling than, you know, what I thought was fulfilling. <laughs> yeah. And I think that this is also the piece of the raising consciousness is that we get to be ourselves and like you just reflected as well like when you drop into that trust and actually your joy and and your pleasure that is when you see sales going up or when you see signups going up and that's also what i'm witnessing in this raise in consciousness and the instant manifestations it's always when you're in your joy when you're in your element and you're actually Mm -hmm. enjoying the fuck out of your life rather than focusing on achieving something that is yes amazing to achieve and also maybe not founded on the strongest foundation or maybe it's empty maybe it's an empty desire like we're really being invited to lead from our hearts i feel Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 100% I would love to hear from you, like what the, your experience with like multi dimensions has been. I would love to like dive into the multi-dimensionality of existence, because I think that so many people listening as well, we talk about the 3D, we talk about the 5D and at the beginning you touched upon like connecting to other entities and like the aliens and all of the 
yeah. and things. And I think there's a lot of talk in that as well with this raise in consciousness mm -hmm. and it's being brought into more people's awareness. So I would love to just hear some more about your experience with multi dimensions and actually how that's affected you. Yeah. I mean, one thing that I've really been noticing, and I think we chatted about this too, is like time. <laughs> like I'm like, like the, with the multidimensionality, like it's like parallel, like there are like parallel timelines happening. And I think for me, like that's been the craziest thing is like when you're having, you're like, oh, wow, I've done this before. I've been here before. Like I'm noticing those things happening. Um, but I, and I, I feel like there was like a split moment where I was like, okay, I'm on the higher timeline now. Like, like I could like feel that happening. I actually, like I, I was walking outside and I literally felt like I walked through like an energy portal and I could like see it and it was like zapped me. And then I was like, whoa, okay. And then I could like hear the birds chirping and the sun and everything. It was just, everything was so much more vivid. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been so many little things and yeah, definitely like opening up and having more ability to like channel and talk to more kind of like star seed planets. But here's the thing too. It's like, part of me is a little turned off by that right now. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like there's a lot of, um, dark energies that are very good at masking themselves as light energies. Mm -hmm. And so again, I'm just turning to God for all things now because that it's like at the end of the day who's the most powerful who created these aliens like you know what I mean like yeah so it's like I'm just gonna step above you guys and go to him um because yeah I've had some I don't know I, I'm curious your thought on that like I have have you done any work with like Pleiadians or any of that it's not been something that I have specifically connected to in terms of galactics but i've yeah. been very connected always to atlantis and yeah. like lemuria yes. has come into yes. my consciousness so, so those things i'm still i still play there yes definitely um but yeah yeah so i even i was in when i was in tulum recently like i had like wild atlantis flashbacks and um and i kept, just kept seeing things everywhere and yeah that was that was really interesting but yeah because i think it's like if we lived there um that was a more recent timeline right so it's like they, it was a more of that was a human energy more of a human energy um, for me, I'm finding, yeah, like I said, just lately, um, I feel really dark around any of the Pleiadian stuff mm -hmm. and I've kind of decided that I'm, yeah, I'm not going to be going there anymore yeah. <laughs> for the well, time being. <laughs> well, that's actually really interesting that you'd said that because it's, it's been something that I've, I've heard in the realms and, and. And when we're talking about the multidimensionalities and you're speaking yeah. about your remembrance um, that you experienced in Tulum, I had very similar timeline um, timeline kind of collapses when I was yeah. in Kauai, Hawaii and Sedona. Again, yeah. like a very similar kind of remembrance of previous timelines and previous incarnations. So multidimensionality yeah. in terms of 
when you're in the earth plane, remembrance mm -hmm. and where the veil is slightly thin and having these aha moments of, oh yeah, I've been here before. Oh, yeah. I remember this. Oh, yeah. I, 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 there's, I don't really know how else to describe it well, other than like, a well, I can say, well, and I think there's like, like, like lessons, like for example, like I had this like vivid dream slash flashback that like in Lemuria, my dog was my little brother, but he was a boy, like a little boy, but it's like now my dog's soul. And like that we went through this like whole thing where he, I was supposed to be watching him and then he got hurt. And it just like explains that I, why I'm such a helicopter mom to my dog. So like, <laughs> there's like just little things where you'll have these like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I know this soul that I've gone through this with this person. And that's why this is this way here. And then you can like adjust it and shift it and play with it. And when you, you can like, even, you know, kind of teleport back there. And this is what I've done is like teleport back there, change the situation. And then it can affect that, that dynamic here, which is fun to play with. Yeah. And the, just to continue and just to close that loop, the direct access to God. And that's yes. what, that's what I've noticed has really yeah. shifted is that like, the return of the Christ consciousness, the return of, or the opening of these portals to higher dimensionality. It's like mm -hmm. everybody's got remembered their fast track to God, because if we were created by God, exactly. like it doesn't, that, cause I think that there was a while as well that I was witnessing people put these other beings or like, um, like above us in importance yeah, like, or outside, exactly. like the power outside of us. Exactly. And we were looking almost like to them as, as saviors or, or to give us yeah. more wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah. But it's but, like, we were created by the same creator. So why are we putting them above us? Yeah. And, and I think that again, like I, like you said, yeah, just that remembrance that the fast track is going straight to God. Cause I, a year ago wouldn't have done that, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think a lot more people are feeling ready now to do that. And if you think about it, if you were a dark being or a dark entity or part of the, the world darkness, trying to keep as much darkness as you can on earth. What's the first thing you would do? Make disconnect people from God. Tell people yeah. that, that these other beings are more powerful and smart than you. You know, it's like, we need to be ahead of that. <laughs> we, you know? Yeah. So it's like for the people who are still afraid to go there, like, don't let them pull the wool over your eyes. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's like, that's, that's kind of the feeling that I have like, oh, okay. So they tried. So that's why, you know, so many people are afraid to talk to God. They wanted it that way. Like the darkness wanted it that way. Um, and I don't know about you, but I don't mess with the darkness. And if, if I know they're trying to pull the wool over my eyes, I will yeah. rebel. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hard no, hard pass. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The inner rebel. Yeah. And actually, one thing that I do just really want to touch upon as well is I know that there has been resistance that both of us have um, experienced with Christianity or organized religion. One thing that I do really love about people who are devout Christians or Catholics or, um, for example, when I think of the word devotion, I think of the Balinese 
every mm-hmm. morning, every night doing their offerings. Mm-hmm. I love the devotion that people have to God or to their gods that that within organized religion. And I think that that's a really beautiful quality that we can really bring into our spiritual practice and bring into supporting our direct relationship with God is how can I devote myself mm-hmm. to God in a way that is authentic to my own expression, is authentic to my own being, is an extension yeah. of my vessel. And I think yeah. that that's where there's a little bit of difference because we've all had different experiences, right? We've all grown up with different religious upbringings, different Mm -hmm. conditioning. And the one thing that I do witness so beautifully actually is the devotion, whether we all believe in the same path or the same iterations or the gods and the goddesses and all things, the devotion remains the same. And people, Mm -hmm. that's the reason that they've also been able to use religion as the the reason or the catalyst for for war throughout history, because people are so devout Mm -hmm. and actually connecting to that devotion in your own heart and feeling it and experiencing it and creating that own relationship to God and yeah. letting your beingness so like you were saying like when you're in your joy you're in your magnetism and everything mm-hmm. is flowing to you it's the devotion to that it's the devotion to your experience your lived experience as you that actually yeah. is your power exactly and i heard i can't remember where i read this but can't even remember exactly how it was said but it was something along the lines like god has no vanity he's not asking you to devote to him, to make him feel good. He's doing it because by devoting to him, you're opening up to a deeper connection so he can serve you more and he can help you and he can guide you more. So, cause I know like some people, again, if you were in any kind of religion where you're, you know, bowing down, sometimes there's like an ego part of you. That's like, that can feel kind of weird, right. To like being bowing down Mm -hmm. to some energy, but looking at it from the perspective of like, it's not to serve his vanity. Like, you know, it's not from that place Mm -hmm. that just put a light bulb off for me. And obviously it's not just to be hundred percent self-serving, but you're opening up to like a deeper connection. So. Yeah. I mean, it's really funny that you say that because if you'd asked me years ago to get on my knees for God, I would have been like, no, but now I'm like, I will get on my knees for God. Exactly. exactly. I will get on my knees. Exactly. I will throw my heart on the floor. Right. <laughs> and I like, uh, the, yeah. and it's all very new for me too. And I think for anyone listening, if they're like, I don't know, for me, it was like reading a course in miracles. Like I'm reading the book. I'm not doing like the Marianne Williamson thing. I'm like actually just reading the book. I'm not doing the workbook. I'm actually reading the book. Um, that's been really helpful. And then also I, do you ever listen to Joel Osteen? No. Okay. He's just like this, like non-denominational pastor. Um, and he has like a podcast and he talk, he does talk about the Bible a little bit though. Um, but in a way, like he kind of like breaks down just a few of the stories in his sermons or whatever, and then talks about, you know, it all ties back to like the message of, of that episode or whatever, but he's just, it's just like very 
like generic, like he's not getting like super deep into any specific area of the, of Christianity other than like God, Jesus, and a few stories from the Bible that all tie back to the message of that episode. So, um, I would start, I mean, if you're interested, like it feels kind he's like, has like a harsh, like Texas accent and like, <laughs> it can feel like kind of funny listening to it at first. My husband's like, Oh, what are you listening to? But it's just like, so high vibe. I just like, I can't explain. I feel so good after I listen to it. I love that. I love mm-hmm. that so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love that you're reading the course of miracles. Like yeah. I did the, to be honest, the Marianne Williamson, I listened to it twice back to back because it is so powerful yeah. and I really loved her take on it. I haven't bitten the bullet to actually read it firsthand. Yeah. But if anybody wants like a little taste, maybe listen to the Marianne Williamson first and then dive into A Course in Miracles because it's all essentially connecting to, to love. Yeah, to love, exactly. to the divine expression mm-hmm. of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bought I bought the Marianne Williamson like it was like a three hundred and sixty five day thing. Is that the one that you did? Mm-hmm. It, there was like a little I listened video to it. Okay, so this was like so this was probably different. It was like a little course kind of. So it was like every day she would read something from the course of miracles and then teach you about it, and then you would have a little practice. And there was like some just like one for every day, and I got to like day. 30 or something. And I was just like, I feel like I could go deeper. Like, I feel like this isn't deep enough for me. And then I went to the book. So yeah, I love that. I love, but I also bought the book years ago, tried to pick it up a million times and it wasn't resonating. Or I was like, Oh, what are they? like, I was like, what? Like, it's like, you'll read it when you're ready to read it. I think. Yes. And I think that that's really, it's part of the trusting in the divine timing as well. Like, Totally. You will, it'll come at the perfect time when it's going to support you in whatever place in your journey. And sometimes our consciousness has to get to a certain level Mm -hmm. uh, of awareness to actually be able to digest it because of course in miracles is hefty. Yeah. Yes. And if you tried to read it like three years ago, you might not have actually got from it what your soul really needed. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I only read like a little bit of like a page and a half at a time. Like that's all my brain can, that's all I can wrap around. But, and then I'll like have to like journal a little bit. Um, you have to like, kind of get used to the language. I'm like, okay. So when they say this, they mean ascension. When they mean this, they mean like when they're saying the kingdom, I think they're talking about the fifth dimension when, you know, it's like, I had to kind of like make sense of like the words they were using, but yeah, it's, it's been really good. Yeah. And actually it's really funny you say that I will watch movies now with that lens of like understanding or understanding the pieces that tie in or the messages or like there's a lot of oh yeah like avatar for example i was like oh yeah oh or watching it pre-awakening and post-awakening i'm like exactly yeah well and the matrix like yeah the matrix whole other thing and that was really interesting as well that the new one came out in the middle of the chaos and the the red pill the blue pill the the whole thing the irony was brilliant (sighs) 
there's also something else that um, I was wanting to just briefly touch upon. Is actually to invite you to share what your most potent and powerful practice has been in connecting to or realizing your own divinity and actually connecting to God, to the divine. Like what has been the most powerful tool for you that you've used? Yeah, great question. Because I think it all comes back to this. Like it all comes back to like the consistency, the ritual, the devotion. Like there's nothing else. There's nothing that we can like force (laughs) that can happen without having that foundation. So for me, the most powerful thing is really like, I mean, at the very basic of it, it's prayer. I I call them like invocations. So invocations for me have been probably the most powerful ritual. And I'll kind of often do like the same one every day. And uh, until a point where I feel I need to add something in or take something out, but it's very simple, like just asking to, uh, clear my, my aura, clear my body, uh, clear the space, you know, clearing protection, all that things, all those things. And then activating my sovereignty, um, and making sure to do so in all timelines and all dimensions, and then calling back, um, all parts of my soul that are in other timelines and dimensions to connect back to me with wisdom. Um, And I'll, you know, I have, there's kind of like different like chunks and sections so that I can like memorize it. Like I'll often like write it down first and then, well, so I have a lot of these on the app as well. So I've recorded them and you can just listen to me say it and then repeat after me, which is a lot easier than trying to memorize it. And like, I don't want to be like reading, you know, it's like, I want to have my eyes closed and like, so, um, but yeah, I would say like, it's prayer, it's invocation and it's, it's, um, just uh, reconnecting to all versions of ourselves and then remembering that everything that we need is inside. So reconnecting to our sovereignty. And I know when like everything was going on in the world, I like to think we've already crossed that timeline. Um, you know, I, I always just said, you know, I'm the creator of my own freedom. I'm the creator of my own freedom. I'm the creator of my own freedom. And that was always a part of my invocation. It was like calling on the energy of, of freedom and, and sovereignty. So, um, yeah, literally prayer, like who'd have thought prayer would be my answer. I know. And this is the thing, like you say to either of us, however many years ago, Hey, you're going to be getting on your knees and praying to God. You would have been like, I know. And it's like, I know. And most people would be like, but like you talk to aliens, like that's not different. Like, no, this prayer is stronger than talking to aliens. (laughs) Like, you know, so, um, it's not, again, we think that it needs to be this huge slap you upside the head thing to create your awakening, but it's not, it's the consistent little prayers that make the difference. It really is simplicity and creating your own connection like you say to god and remembering sovereignty and i think that that is something that i really take from the the christ consciousness is he was the like jesus christ or yeshua 
Yeah. And Mary Magdalene. I know we haven't gone into that, but they were yeah. the embodiment of sovereignty, self-sovereignty. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't follow me, worship me. It was no. the power that you see in me is the power that is within you. And yeah. you think that I am the son of God, so I have a direct like line to God. So do you. And I think exactly. that that is this really beautiful thing that you just touched upon is yeah. like the prayer, the simplicity of prayer and creating yeah. your own connection yeah. from a sovereign space. Yeah. I love that as a ritual. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And you have the app, which I'm going to link in the show notes so that if anybody does want to listen to your beautiful invocations and to try out all of the rituals that you have so beautifully created um all of the information is going to be in the show notes yes there's lots of things on there like we do there is we are going to have some star seed stuff on there cuz i know people want it but <laughs> but i also have a section of like course in miracles and like the Christ consciousness stuff. So I like balanced it out that way. I'm like, okay, people want this, but they need God. So we'll have both. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's a, the beautiful thing as well as when you have experience with the multi-dimensions with the aliens, with the, yeah. you know, the different star seeds and on all of the things it doesn't make it any less true because people are going to find their way in Exactly. In whatever way, but it all exactly. accumulates and takes it's, you to the same place. It's ultimately. all a gateway. It's all a gateway to God. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Is there any final parting words of wisdom that you have for anybody listening today? <sighs> any final sign-offs that you wish to share? No, I just think just re- to reiterate, like the consistency and the small growth and to like, if there's something that you're wanting for or desiring or working towards right now, and you don't have it this very second, and you're in a feeling of like, is this ever going to happen for me? Just be in faith. Cause if it is meant to, it will. Um, and it, and it will happen when you're not in that place of, Oh my God, I need this. This is ever going to happen. It's like when you're in the place of faith. So just trust, 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 trust. I love that. Trust. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for all of your beautiful wisdom, for the codes and your incredible offering in creating ritual space for the masses. I think it's so needed and it's so powerful and just deep bow to you and the work that you're doing in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So This has been wild and untamed. Thank you for joining us with this episode. And we would love to hear from you if you feel to reach out to either of us and share your thoughts, your feelings on the episode. We are here for it. If you take a little look in the show notes, we have beautiful free offerings. Emily has given everybody a 14-day free trial for her rituals app. And yeah, we love to receive the comments, receive the ratings. If you love this episode, if it really resonated, if you feel to share it with any friends, I invite you to do all of the above and just sending you so much love until we meet again next time.